Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, I'm super, super, super excited to be here with you today for season six of the podcast. I hope you guys have enjoyed our fan favorite series that we did last month. It's always amazing, and it always amazes me when I listen to previous episodes, and then I realize like how relevant that episode is today as it was when I first recorded that episode. Some of those episodes were done like earlier this year or sometime last year, but it's still relevant. And that's the thing that always gets me. And I love when we can go back and listen to these episodes because they were relevant then and they are relevant now. Now this season, we have a lot of exciting things going on and a lot of free resources for you to take advantage of as you continue doing the work to repair your marriage and your relationship. We also have a lot of amazing guests scheduled for the season. So I am excited and happy for season six because we put in a lot of work to make sure that you are getting value and the resources that you need to work on your relationships. Now, I feel that season six is going to be one of the best seasons of the podcast yet, so I'm truly honored that you are here with me. Before we get into our topic for this week, let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. Here on the Music and Therapy Podcast, we make it our mission to help couples who are struggling in their marriage to begin improving their marriage or relationship. This is why I am so excited about an interview that I have coming up on the Sizzling Hot Marriage Show with Joe Folletti Jr. September 3rd and September 4th. All right, make sure you mark this in your calendar. I'm going to repeat it again. September 3rd and September 4th. He is hosting a free virtual summit where you will get to hear 21 marriage experts share their secrets to lasting love. So you can go to sizzlinghotmarriage.com slash Kiana Mitchell to register for this wonderful event. This summit is a virtual marriage retreat where couples have a wonderful opportunity to learn and grow their marriage. So go to sizzlinghotmarriage.com slash Kiana Mitchell to register. Now guys, if you are driving and can't write down this information, no worries, I got you. All you have to do is click on the link in the show notes. I made sure I put all the information in the show notes. So all you have to do is click on the link in the show notes to register for this amazing event. By the way, did I mention that it is free? All right, so go ahead, click on the link in the show notes right now to make sure that you are at the summit. I guarantee that it will definitely change the way you look at your marriage or your relationship. Today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about insecurities in your marriage and why having insecurities in your marriage can destroy the trust that you have in your spouse or a significant other. Now, there are many reasons why people are insecure in their marriage. Now, some reasons can be justified due to a previous affair or some other traumatic relationship event, or maybe you feel insecure in your relationship due to childhood trauma or the way you view or think about yourself. Regardless of the reason or how valid the insecurity seems to be, in your marriage or relationship, having insecurities will eventually destroy the trust, communication, or confidence that you build up in your relationship or in your marriage. Now, here are some reasons why people might be insecure in their relationship. Number one, they may have a lack of confidence. And lack of confidence could come from low self-esteem. Now, I know this is the reason why a lot of people are insecure because they haven't learned how to love themselves. 
This is one of the main reasons why people feel insecure is because they have a lack of confidence. They have not learned how to love themselves. And because they have not been able to love themselves, it's hard to see how anyone can see value in you because of the way you view yourself. A traumatic experience. Now, of course, this traumatic experience can make you be insecure in your relationship because traumatic experiences can lead to post-traumatic stress disorder. And I know people think that you have to be in an extreme situation for that to happen, but anytime you're in a relationship, whether it's a toxic relationship, an abusive relationship, or an emotionally abusive relationship, etc., even if there's abandonment issues in that relationship, you can still experience post-traumatic stress disorder, which can affect your relationship, which can lead to you being insecure in your relationship. Extreme emotional dependence is also another reason why people can feel insecure in their relationships. Some people have had so much trauma done to them until they are emotionally dependent. For example, if you lose a mom or a father or a child in that relationship, you might become emotionally dependent on your spouse, which can lead to you experiencing a lot of insecurity. Trust issues are among the root cause of insecurities. So if you have a trust issue or your spouse has broken your trust, if something has happened, and you know the thing is it doesn't even have to be your spouse who broke your trust. Your trust could have been broken in a previous relationship. Your trust could have been broken in childhood when you were promised something and it never happened. So trust can be broken. And even though your spouse may or may not be the person who broke your trust, just the fact that they are there they will definitely be on the receiving end of your insecurities. Childhood experiences. Now, childhood experiences is another reason why adults have so many insecurities because of things that have happened to them in the past. And as you see, as we talk more and more and more about insecurities, all of these things have a root and they have a cause and they have a problem. And that problem is that something was done whether in childhood, adolescence, or in your adult life, a trauma has been experienced. And as a result of this trauma that has been experienced, it shows itself as insecurity. So insecurity is more like the symptom of a bigger problem. The bigger problem is there's a lot of hurt that has not been dealt with, a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder that hasn't been diagnosed or even began to be dealt with. So as a result, it shows itself up as insecurity. Now, a lot of people have insecurity because of body image issues. And you know, we live in a society where if you're not thin or if you're not, if you don't have long hair or you're not blonde or you have blue eyes or if you have any shape different than what society says is acceptable, then that's a problem. That's why so many girls are anorexic and so many girls are bulimic because they have body image issues. And of course, we think this is only for teenagers, only kids deal with that stuff. But no, grown-ups deal with it as well. I was reading um, an article a few months ago and it was talking about Lizzo and how she was upset and she was crying because people were body shaming her. So body image issues are a problem. And if people don't feel comfortable in their own skin and who they are and in their body, then that definitely causes insecurity. A fear of failure is also another reason why people have insecurities in their relationships. Now, I know fear of failure is something we talk about when you deal with work or jobs or hobbies or things that you're really passionate about. But did it ever occur to you that people can have fear of failure when it comes to relationships? So 
people who have been in relationships, maybe that maybe they're the person who they always pick the wrong guy. Their relationships never work out. They're going to be insecure because they're going to have a fear that that relationship is going to end. Or if there's someone who has never seen a relationship work out and everyone in their sphere of influence has had a relationship that has failed, then of course they're going to think that their relationship will probably fail too because how could their relationship be successful if their mom's relationship failed or their dad's relationship failed or their grandparents' relationship failed? So there's going to be insecurity in believing that their spouse or significant other is going to stay with them because all the relationships around them have failed. And this could even be true when it comes to kids who experience abandonment or things like that. It's hard to believe that someone's going to stick with you if the people who were put on earth to look after you did not did not stay so they may feel some insecurity as well because they're afraid that their relationship is not going to work out another reason people feel insecurity in relationships is because of abuse now abuse can trigger patterns of insecurity so if someone has been physically abused or emotionally abused either as a child or in their past relationship it can be a crushing experience and it can break down their spirit and it can change them on a fundamental level. So these changes alter the way that they're going to view themselves. It also leads to a demented self-esteem or a dented self-esteem. And a lot of times these people have no confidence in themselves, not because they're not worthy and not because they don't deserve it or not because they're ugly or they're not pretty or they, you know, it's none of those things. It's just because someone has made them believe and think that they have no value. So of course they're gonna have a dented self-esteem. And we already know that all of these factors change your vulnerabilities, it makes you insecure, and not just in relationships, but in every part of your life. So these people are going to have insecurities and it can come from abuse and that is huge. That's why I always tell people, if you are in an abusive situation, it's better to leave that relationship then stay. And I know people are like, well, what if it works out? What if we can work this out? It may work out, but you do not want to put yourself in a situation that is dangerous and toxic to you and to your emotional well-being just to see if something will work out. It's better to leave that relationship and you get healthy emotionally and mentally so that you can move on to a healthy relationship rather than stay in a relationship that's toxic and that is emotionally and physically not healthy for you. Now, being insecure in your relationship, it can create major problems in your marriage or your relationship because it's hard for you to trust people. And then it's gonna be extremely hard for you to trust that your spouse's significant other is going to be there for you. Insecurities in your relationship can cause you to feel a fear of losing your mate. It can cause you to feel jealous it can cause you to demand access to electronics. There are a lot of things that comes along with this. And we're gonna talk about them each one by one. So the first thing that being insecure in your relationship, it can cause you to feel like you're losing your mate. And one sign that you are feeling insecure in a relationship is that you feel that you are in a constant fear of losing your mate. Relationship insecurities can make you feel like you aren't worth someone's time. And so you find yourself obsessing over whether your mate really likes you, really enjoys sex, is actually attracted to you, or finds you annoying or wants to leave you for someone else. This fear seems to be all the more warranted 
when you have been through a rough patch with your partner where perhaps they did lose your trust. Now, we talked earlier in a previous episode how in relationships, things happen. There is no relationship that is perfect. Every relationship, whether it is a relationship that happened a year ago or a relationship that has been going on for 50 years, regardless of where you are in your relationship, at some point you are going to experience a loss of trust. And it could be significant or it could be minor. But whatever it is, if you are insecure to begin with, this is going to be harder for you to deal with, harder for you to cope with, harder for you to work through. So this is why it's important to have that trust built up at the very beginning and not to have insecurities tear down the foundation of what you guys are trying to build, which is a long, successful, healthy relationship. Now, being insecure can also cause people to be extremely jealous. Now, have you guys ever wondered why there are like times when you see couples and the guy wants to know where his wife is or where his girlfriend is every moment, wants to have access to her phone, wants to be with her everywhere she goes? It's because he's insecure and because he's jealous. He's jealous because he's afraid someone else is going to give her the attention she wants or he's jealous that she's going to find someone better than him. Now, why would he think that? Because there's something that happened to him that made him insecure. So if you are spying on your spouse, constantly questioning your spouse's whereabouts, or you're being constantly negative, have controlling behavior, looking at their electronics all the time, then yes, you are showing signs of being jealous. But this is just signs. These are just symptoms of something bigger. And the bigger issue is there's an insecurity. There is a pain. There's a hurt. There is something that you need to work on so that you can be the partner that your spouse needs. Or if your partner is doing this to you, this could be what the problem is. They're jealous and they have some type of insecurity. Now, in this kind of situation, I'm not going to tell you what to do because I do feel that sometimes when people are extremely jealous and have controlling behavior, then this is not a good sign. People have gotten murdered over this kind of thing. And I'm not saying that your spouse is going to murder you because it's probably not true at all. But this is something that they need to work on. And so maybe you can, you may want to suggest to seeing a counselor or seeing what can be done so that you guys can work together to help this person feel that they can trust you. But not just that. Help them understand where their insecurity is coming from. Because this is not a you problem. This is all on them. So they need to find out where this is coming from. Where this insecurity is coming from. Where is this jealousy coming from. So that they can work on it. You can't sit there and say, oh, well, if I don't do this, then he won't get jealous. I shouldn't say this. And she won't get jealous. Now, granted, you know what should and should not be done in the marriage or in your relationship. So if you are doing everything in your relationship to let your spouse know that they can trust you, if you're being transparent and they know they can trust you and they're still having these issues, then they need to see someone to figure out what is the cause, what is the root of the problem so that they can work on their insecurities. Now, jealousy is extremely difficult to overcome, but it's not impossible to do so. I already mentioned that when people are demanding access to electronics, and you know, sometimes it is necessary. And when I say it's necessary, let's say if you need to find out some information, and here's what I mean. So let's say your husband or your your significant other 
has a phone number to the plumber and you don't have it. And you're like, hey, let me see your electronics. Okay, that's normal, right? So you look, you get the number, they give you the number and you're good to go. But if you are constantly looking in your spouse's phone, looking their passwords up, changing their passwords behind them, reading all their text messages, demanding access to their electronics 100% of the time, then you are insecure and this could be a huge problem because relationships are based off of trust. And if you don't believe that you can trust your partner and you have to always look at their electronics or phones or whatever it is, if you believe you always have to check all of these like social media accounts, then it's a sign that you don't trust them. And if there is something that has happened that made you feel that you had to do this, then that issue or that trust issue is something that should be worked on. But a lot of times people do this because they're insecure and it's hard for them to believe that someone could love them and not cheat on them or mess around with them. And here's the thing that we see. You see the pattern that I'm starting to see with insecurities? So insecurities can make people jealous. Insecurities make people feel that they're losing their mate, which can make them act jealously because they're fearing that they can lose their mate. It makes them demand access to electronics, check social media, and all of these things because they are insecure with who they are. And because they're insecure, they are projecting this all onto their spouse. I mentioned earlier that people who are insecure check social media accounts. They look at their passwords, they look at everything that they do and everything that they say. Now, social media is a notorious relationship killer, and we are going to talk about that next week on the podcast. So, you know, there is a reason to be doubtful of the ease in which infidelity can happen over networking sites because that does happen. But if it is something where your spouse has proven to be trustworthy, you know nothing is going on, but you constantly do these things and these behaviors, then that's a sign of insecurity. And it is definitely something that needs to be worked on. Now, being insecure can make you paranoid and it can make you have disbelief as to your partner's whereabouts. So if your partner goes out to the store and let's say he or she stays for 30 minutes and you've calculated that it should take them 10 minutes to get there, 10 minutes in the store and they should be back in 30 minutes and they're there at the store for 30 minutes and come back 10 minutes later, then you may think that they're having an affair or they snuck out to meet with someone or whatever the case may be. And that is not what is happening. But you are paranoid and you have so much disbelief because you don't trust your partner and you don't believe that they're going to be where they're going to be. And why is that? Because you are insecure and you feel that no one is going to love you or stay with you. Being insecure can also show itself in the form of having a need for constant reassurance. So if you feel like your spouse has to always tell you how attractive you are, always have to reassure you that they love you and that they want to be with you and that they're faithful, then that's a sign that you are insecure and that all of the excessive reassurance seeking that you're doing can be an indicator that you're suffering depression, which is caused by attachment anxiety. So this is something that you need to look into because this is a sign that you are insecure. You don't like to be alone. So because you don't like to be alone, oh, by the way, this is another sign of insecurity that you don't like to be alone. And because you don't like to be alone, you will do what you have to do to keep a relationship. You will stay even if the relationship is not good for you. 
and you'll do all of these things because you would rather be anywhere than alone. And all of this is a sign of insecurity. In insecurity, you avoid confrontation because when you're insecure, why are you going to fight with someone and they can leave you because then your worst fear will come true. So you will give in to anything. You will not even resist, even if it's something that goes against your beliefs or your core values, you will still go along with it because you're afraid to lose that relationship. So these are just signs of insecurities. Dealing with insecurities in your relationship or marriage can be difficult. It's not going to be easy because first, insecurities are kind of hard to identify, especially if you feel like you have a justified reason for doing the things that you're doing. You're not going to see them as insecurities where as a matter of fact, it could just be a symptom of your insecurity. So what I would suggest, if you notice yourself doing any of these things, I would say any of these things, then I would encourage you to seek the help of a professional counselor or a relationship coach so you can talk through these things and figure out, are you being insecure or do you have a real reason for the way that you feel? And so you can work through these things because a lot of times you take, we take things, I'm gonna say we, take what has happened in the past and we throw them and project these things onto our spouse. Now here's a story and an example of what you could be doing. Now I have a stepson, he is 23 and he is terrified of driving. And I can talk about this because no one listens to my podcast in my family, so we can talk about this. And if you ever say that I mentioned this about him, I would totally deny it. But anyway, he has well, it's okay. He doesn't care if I tell. That's the only reason I'm talking about it, though. He has a fear of driving. And he has a fear of driving because a few years ago, he was the passenger in one of his friends' car, and they had, like, a fender bender. Even though no one was hurt, he became terrified of driving as a result of that incident. And I think that's what happens to us. Something bad happens to us. And instead of working on it and getting through it, we just take it to the next relationship. So you go, you keep cycling through relationships, different people, same problem because you're running the same fears, same baggage, same insecurities. So if you are doing any of these things, it's time to stop what you're doing, okay? Just stop. You are driving a car that has been in an accident. You've been hurt, okay? So it's time to get that fixed. So I would advise you, like I said, see a counselor, see a relationship coach. Talk about these things that are going on. Explain why you feel this way, this way, and they will be able to help you understand why you're feeling the way you do, what's triggering this, and what you can do to change these types of behaviors. Because the last thing you want to do is go through relationships projecting the baggage from one relationship to the next. It's time for you to heal. It's time for you to work on these things. And we know it's not going to be easy. It is never easy when you have to work on yourself, but it's always something that's worth doing. So... For the sake of yourself, for the sake of your marriage or your relationship, if you are insecure or your spouse is insecure, I would encourage you to seek professional help to find out where that insecurity is coming from. And then once you find out where that insecurity is coming from and what triggers it, then you guys can begin to heal and recover from your insecurity so that it does not affect the relationship or recover from your spouse's insecurity so it doesn't affect the relationship. Healing takes a while. You know, it's easy for us to do things to people, but it takes a long time for people to heal. It's easy for things to happen to you. It seems like it happens like in the blink of an eye, but it takes a long time for these things to heal. So I would advise you to get help, 
so that you can begin the healing process and get over your insecurities. I know in the past she broke your heart. Now it is hard for you to trust me. When I look into your eyes, I see the pain you feel. But I Oh, 
Before I end the podcast, I would like to thank you so much for listening to this episode. This podcast would not be here without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I would also like to encourage you to follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and also to share the episode with a family member or a friend. I also want to invite you to join our Facebook group. We are going to be doing so many amazing things. And I know I said that last season, but this season I have so many plans for this Facebook group. So you do not want to miss it. You do not want to not be in the group. And I know grammatically that it's not correct, but this is such an amazing group. We absolutely want to have you in the group. And like I always say, it's not the same without you. So make sure you go ahead and join the Facebook group. You can click on the link in the show note and it'll take you right to our Facebook group. It's easy to join. Just click join or follow and you're in. That's it. So go ahead and do that. Now, if you guys need to get in contact with me, you can always, always, always contact me on social media and just say, hey, Kiana, I'm a fan of the podcast. I wanted to ask you a question. I just wanted to have a suggestion. I wanted to talk to you about this. And I promise you, I will get back in contact with you. And I will definitely connect with you on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you are on social media. So all of my information can be found in the show notes. So all you have to do is click on the links there and you can definitely get in contact with me. Now, before I go, I want to say September 3rd and September 4th is coming up. It's actually this weekend. And I would love to see your beautiful smiling faces at the Sizzling Hot Marriage Summit. So click the link in the show notes so that I can see you there. All right, I think that's all for me this week. So until we talk again next week, have an amazing day. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.